Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is Monday again, 4 p.m. Eastern. Yes, it is. And we are live. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Welcome. Our mission is to use all our skills, to leave no stone unturned, to make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. Yes. Right? That is our mission. Um, Every week, we have phenomenal guests. We bring phenomenal content from our guests. Um And that's the best we could do, right? Well, but of course, we'll let you be the judge of that. And our replays are available 24-7. You can get them at TalkZone.com. We are featured under the business channel. You can also retrieve them in iTunes as well. (laughs) So there's many, many different ways that you can um, get a replay. So if you've ever missed a show, we have a complete archive. You can also download the free TalkZone app for your phone, so you can listen right off your phone, too. So, you know, at the beginning, we hear the... uh, the intro, are you concerned about your job, concerned about losing it, concerned about reinventing and you need the tools to reinvent yourself? I mean, this is what it's all about, right? It is what it's all about. And what we learned over the last four years of doing this show is that everything is connected, right? So if you're struggling at work, you could be struggling at home or health-wise or outside of work. It's all related. Well, you know, and it's funny because in the early days of our career, it was really like work and per- and personal life was supposed to be separate, right? I mean, it was always supposed to be separate. You were not supposed to bring work home and you were not supposed to bring home to work. But right. there's, right. you know, it was so difficult to do that. And people are understanding now that that's a really tough thing to do, to keep it separate. Yeah, it kind of evolved out. It did evolve. Right. Out, yeah. We we had guests on in the past that talked about work life balance, remember? Yes. Um and it just there's nothing you can do, especially with seven by twenty four access to everything. Well it's seven by twenty four, we're accessible seven by twenty four. And even when you try to do something like um you try to say, Well, I don't I won't answer emails after five. It's like almost impossible. It's almost impossible. Because somebody will come up behind you that will answer emails after five or will answer phone calls after five. So it's really tough unless it's coming from the top down. Yeah. It's really tough to find that balance. Yeah. And um and it's tough to separate things, especially working from home. And right. there is so much information out there now. There are so many different ways that you can Help your career, and you can help your personal development as well. But yet, how do you weed through that? Yeah, you know, I say it to myself, right? There's especially, you know, after four years of doing this and meeting so many great people, yeah, there's no excuse. I mean, well, there's you know, no excuse, but it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So today we're going to have someone on the show that will help with that overwhelm. You know, I, I just want to bring up something. It's you know related to today as well. Um, and you know, we go every year to New York to speak, which is a great thing to do. Yes, we do. And uh, a couple of years back in the middle of all this, um, economic meltdown hoopla, right? Mm-hmm. Where we were, there was a buzz. There was a buzz of 
business owners, entrepreneurs, and authors. And many, if not most of them, were former corporate people. Yes. So when, when we read in the media or hear that as the unemployment number shrunk, how could that be? Because the workers never came back. Mm-hmm. Where did they go? Mm-hmm. They went and opened their own business. Right. They stepped out and became entrepreneurs and authors and business owners. You know, and we really like talking to former corporate people because they can relate. They understand what the challenges are, you know, and now they're giving back. Right. So, I mean, so uh, today we have a really great guest that we would love to introduce. Um, Mary is an entrepreneur and a multiple business owner. Also a certified high performance coach. So we'll find out more about that and many other things. We would love to introduce our very special guest, Mary Meston. Mary, are you with us? I am. Good afternoon to the two of you. How are you guys doing? Excellent. And, uh, thank you and welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. (laughs) I'm excited. Thank you guys for inviting me. Oh, excellent. So first off, Mary, tell us or share with us your website so listeners can check you out. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, it is www, and then it's the name of my company, which is Two Soar Solutions, which is two, the number two, and soarsolutions.com. Interesting. Um, and it's, two Soar and it's Solutions. Basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you can soar. Right. So I want to soar. Perfect. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Well, and I've actually had some people go, oh, are you too sore from all the overwhelm? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's much more about the flying analogy. And I know that's why I put it together because I fly. And uh, then I had a few people thinking for some reason it might have to do with fitness and being too sore. So either yeah. works, as long as you find me. Actually, it's, it's um, always something. You know, and again, so we've been doing this for four years and, we have a guest 98% of the time. The name of your company and website, I think, is really creative. I think it, I it's, think it's great, good, yeah. right? Um, so uh, let's see. Where do we want to begin? Tell us first, because I'm a little slow, right, and we're going to get into everything as we go forward, but what is it, what exactly, how would you describe a high-performance coach? What is that? <laughs> High performance coach. Um, well, it definitely, it, the definition, and it comes from the Brendan Bouchard. I'm a, a mentee. And high performance coaching is basically um, a fundamental coaching program, a curriculum that you can apply to all types of, of issues, be it your life, be it personal, be it spiritual. And high performance, we basically focus on uh, five traits that we know that the world's best CEOs, top athletes and Olympians master, and that leads them to being the top 10% or 2%, you know, in performance. And that's where the idea of high performance, the net net is if you master these areas, you can get a lot more accomplished and better results with not having the overwhelm and in fact doing less. Mm -hmm. And, and what's really, what I'm learning here is that it's um, basically career independent, you know, to be a high performance High performance mm-hmm. achiever. It could be at home. It could be at work. Um, it's interesting though that you said CEOs, top athletes, they seem to have, I don't know, those qualities. And, um, you know, 
there really is no training out there, right? That's why we need you. And you have to wonder how how these guys get to that point. Well, I love when you take something, right, and you distill it down. So this methodology has taken the top performers in different industries and figured out what were the five top traits that each of those people ah, possess, okay. I got right? It. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So, Mary, can you tell us a little bit about those five traits? I can. They- I can listen for you. Yeah. Um, and the first one is probably no surprise to folks if you've done a lot of personal development work or read in this area. And the first one is clarity. Uh, top performers are very, very clear on what they're trying to achieve, be it, you know, having a great household if you're a stay-at-home mom or, you know, starting a new business if you're Elon Musk. Um, you're just very, very clear about what you want, and it's not just the what, it's the why you want it, so others, as well as who you are. Why Why is your what so important to you? That, you know, um, I think that's that's all we need to hear. I'm just kidding, right? But um, we've had, <laughs> We're done. We're, we're done now. We've had people, you know, after shows say to us, well, they make it sound so simple, find your dream or saw your career, I don't even know what I want to do. And this is exactly why. They don't have clarity. You don't have clarity. Right? And this is something you can do anywhere. You can just think, right? It can be Absolutely. Yes. You can do it technologically independent. You can do it after five when you're not hooked to your computer. Um, And it's it's something I think, and I'm finding more and more incidents of it, and it sounds like you guys are as well, because we have so much information, so much technology, you can binge watch or binge listen to allow ourselves much time to just, you know, get clear. And that takes space and time and quiet and yourself. And one of my favorite ways is to journal and actually physically write. It's proven to really, really help. Hmm. Interesting. No, I think that's so true. I think the, the part of physically writing as opposed to even typing, even though I know a lot of young people now type and, and it works just as well, but that physical writing piece is so crucial. And I know so many people, and I don't know if you find this with your clients, but I find it with my clients. Like a lot of people fight that writing part. Do you find, do you find that to be true or, or oh. are your clients tend to do what you tell them to do? Because <laughs> anyone's clients do what they want them to do until, until you, you know, leverage or show them the value. And some, some are pretty good. I think, I think yeah. we all start. And hey, I'm one of those as well. I'll start on a, I'll consistently journal for some length of time each day. And then I let life get in the way. So then I restart and, and recommit. And writing now, people, we do kind of avoid doing it. I was just speaking with a great, um, a well-known content marketer and copywriter. And he was telling me how the best copywriters, the reason they're that way is that you physically write out your copy and it ingrains in your mind and you get a cadence. Mm. And it's, you can do it with your body much better than you can while typing on a, on a computer. Jeez. And he still I does mean, it the old way. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Like I'm making notes, right? We get to cheat, Mary. So this is like a free lesson for me. So thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So we have about... Three minutes before our first break, we heard about clarity. What is the next one? The next one is energy. And energy, the concept there is energy mentally, physically, spiritually. So if you're not well, if you're ill, if you're not rested, the rest of it doesn't matter. 
you know, you can only do so much in any one day. And so what we talk about and we assess is just someone's sense of well-being, and that's well-rounded well-being. It's not just do you have green drinks every day and do you exercise. We also look about, you know, what's going on in your life uh, mentally, spiritually, intellectually, and really get you on a good foundation so that whatever else you learn and leverage, you're coming from a solid foundation. Yeah, energy, very complicated. It's It's very complicated, yeah. Yeah. That's one that I struggle with. Yeah. I struggle with energy. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm. So let's go to three. (laughs) Ooh, this is my favorite one, and Mm. it's the concept of courage. Mm. Um, And I know when I work with women in particular, that concept of courage I see everybody's face because they do, they either put their eyes down or they roll their eyes or nod their heads. And for them, it means not being fearful. Um, and the concept of courage is really about helping people understand and then also give them the tools to step out of their comfort zone and then the support thereafter. Because mm-hmm. uh, I yeah. think we've all taken one big leap, and if, if it doesn't turn out so well, we quickly retreat, and that's what we want to avoid. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, because the the tools are so crucial because it's one thing to be able to tell somebody, you know, that you need to step out of your comfort zone. But so many times, and I I always include myself in this, is um, there were so many times I didn't have a comfort zone. It was like everything was so uncomfortable. And then finally, when I started getting some tools around it, that's what made that doable. So what I think is cool is that, yeah, you say, you need some courage, you need to step out of your comfort zone, but here's how you can do that. Here are some tools to help you with that because otherwise you're kind of throwing people out there without a net. The mm-hmm. tools are so crucial. And they, they, they are. And the next one? Ah, the next one. This one is when everybody, when they think of high performance, they go right to this one. It's about productivity. Mm. And that's the whole concept of how to get more done more results, basically, not necessarily do more, but more results with doing less. And again, that's a big, that's a big nut to, to crack. Yeah, these are all complicated. Again. These are good. You mm-hmm. must be really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, give us the last one quick before, the, before our first break. <laughs> sure. And that the last one is influence. And that's talking about the fact that we, most of us, unless we're hermits, uh, work at, with others and need to collaborate and influence people, be it in our house, to enjoy the dinner we've made or to help with the laundry uh, or tear down someone... a budget in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have influence. I mean, this is big, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, this is really good. I mean, we just blew through a whole bunch of really important stuff, um, but it's really valuable information. It's really valuable. And, uh, you know, we're going to take our first break. We just basically got a high level overview from our very special guest, Mary Meston. Um, a lot more to come. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. 
For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. TalkZone.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Well, here we are in segment two already. Our guest today is Mary Meston. Mary is a multiple business owner, entrepreneur, and certified high-performance coach, as well as an eWomen premier success coach and an all-around terrific person, I might add. And so, Mary, before the break, we were talking about the five traits that make someone basically high-achieving, and we had clarity, energy, courage, productivity, and influence. And you've actually come up with a process to help people get to these five traits. It's your two-sore process that you developed, which kind of helps people, I, I think, uh, clarify their goals and their dreams. Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Oh, sure. Definitely. Thank you so much, Evan. Thanks for saying I'm an all-around great kind of gal. <laughs> I, I try to be. <laughs> um, you're an all-around great kind of gal, too. Um <laughs> Mutual, mutual affirmation is is the sixth trait. Now, uh, let's go back to those five. So um, my, my process, and it's, it's based obviously around these five topics and these five areas that we master, and I wanted to just, like the uh, commercial we just heard, um, none of this is, we're, you know, we're never perfect, and we always mm-hmm. can aim for perfection, and that's the idea of aiming for mastery in each of these five areas. And the process, depending on the program you're in with me, um, obviously we start a lot with clarity. And what I take great pride in is that it's very practical and I provide a ton of tools. And we really spend a great deal of time on clarity. And the the next area we spend a great deal of time on, at least with my clients, is the area of courage because we dig deep in that one. And so this process will actually walk you through these and help you with a little bit of journaling and a lot of other processes really get more clear and know what you need to do. And then we help, and I help you figure out the action plan is help you and hold you accountable. And then we really work on persuading and influencing others to help you fulfill that plan. Well, I really like that methodology, but I, what I really like what you said was that clarity, you spend a lot of time on clarity because I think so many times people feel that they should be clear on what they want. But there's so much out there right now. So there's so many different influences in our lives that I think clarity can get muddied because there's family and there's obligations and there's I have to make a living and there's all these other things and that clarity gets pushed down or we think we're clear when the reality is is we're doing we're doing everything we're doing for other people and not for ourselves and then wondering why success is eluding us because we're not able to get there because we're not doing it for us. We're not finding the passion in it. Oh my goodness. I think you've just read my bio, (laughs) my deep long, my, my, my deep bio, but yeah, that's, that's my story in a perfect nutshell. I very much did the shoulds from, you know, being uh, financially impoverished to having to get that good job to should enjoy the corporate world to mm-hmm. I should look like I'm succeeding. I look like it, but I didn't feel like it. And it took me quite some time to realize that everyone else was in control of my success, and I took that back. Yeah, no, that's that's. Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah. And I just want to share the website again. 
the number two, two soar, S-O-A-R, solutions.com. Okay. Two soar solutions because we all want to soar, right? Exactly. Um, and I agree with you, Mary, and I want everybody to understand that um, working and being successful is one thing many of us are. We want to soar. We can take it to the next level, many of us in corporate. So I'm, I, I guess what I'm stumbling with here is um, oftentimes the corporate audience thinks programs like this are for people that are not working. It's mm-hmm. just not true, ah. right? No, not at all. Not at all. In fact, um, over half my clients and one of my sweet spots is really helping those folks that are um, choosing to, they're, they're in corporate. I was in corporate. I stayed in corporate mm-hmm. different versions and variations for a num- way too long. Well, a lot of years, not necessarily too long, but, um, a number of years. It gave me a great deal of, of foundation to do this work. And over half my clients are in corporate because there's always an opportunity to assess if you're doing what you want to be doing the best you're doing. Could be maybe you want a new promotion. Maybe you want to change field. Uh, I do have people that say, well, I'm retiring, and now what do I do? Mm -hmm. Uh, So these programs are not just for those that are out of corporate. In fact, I think, and what I really, uh, one of my quests is to get this this methodology more into the corporate world. Because if you have people doing what they they love to do and are passionate about, you have better performance and, i.e., better financial return. Well, and plus everybody stays current and in the game, which is good, right? Right, because, I mean, everybody needs coaching. And what I noticed in our own corporate career is that, you know, for the longest time, it was only the people on the management track that were getting any kind of training. And it was always around leadership training. But the truth is, is that leadership can be at any level of the organization. It can and it should be at any level of the organization. You can lead from wherever you're at. And so by making this accessible, to all the different levels of people within an organization is key. But I also like what you said about you can still be high achieving even though you're retiring. You know, you can be retiring, and I think what you're saying here is you can be retiring and actually still be really productive. It doesn't have to be the end. It could be the beginning of really doing what you love. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, you know, think about it. What people now retire, depending on your situation, you know, in your fifties and sixties, and we, our lifespans are much longer. There's a whole nother life to have there, at least one, mm-hmm. if not two. Right. And people are just taking better care of themselves. And so we could actually have a whole nother career at a time when typically we would be retiring. But that's what comes then with courage because doing that takes a lot of courage. So let's talk a little bit about how you people, how you people, how you help people step out of their comfort zone and help them find the courage to move forward and try something that maybe a lot of their peers haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was just, I was going to crack a joke about, well, we work with lions and lion cages and no, I don't think we'll go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but what do, what do we do? Well, you know, the first thing, and this I found from working with a lot of my female clients, as well as I was doing some large uh, professional development group work with some corporations. Mm-hmm. And the concept is, you know, when people feel they don't have courage, the other side of it is something is causing them discomfort or fear. 
And again, the idea of clarity is important here because until you nail down or define what it is that you're fearful of, you just mm-hmm. have this big amorphous blob of fear and you don't really, you, you always say you're not courageous, but you don't know what's causing the fear. So there's a whole methodology and a, a, a thing I do on scaling your fear. So we really understand, you know, what, what is it? How bad is it? And what do we need to do about it? And once you define it, it's out in the open and a plan around it. It's, it's the first step to really helping people, you know, quote unquote, leap into their discomfort. You could almost apply courage to every one of those other attributes. You need courage to get clarity. Right, you do. And one of the things that I know you talk about, Mary, is mindset. And I would think that, that the methodology around courage really works around mindset because, and when I coach too around, you know, I coach on stage fright, it's always around what is the fear? What is it that scares you? Because then once you have that defined, it makes it so much easier to tackle because otherwise you just have this free-floating anxiety that's going nowhere. And I would think that once you start working with your clients and you help them actually identify what the fear is, the fear starts to dissipate as they start looking at it differently. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. And I think we may be giving out a huge world-known, world-not-known or world-known coaching secret. Most everything we do eventually goes back to mindset at some way or level because every action is based on an emotion, which is based on a thought or belief. And so, yes, all of these, we really work at some level on mindset. Um, and so that's a real key cornerstone to what we do and what you do. You know, and it's so funny because when we work on mindset, right, it, it seems like it's such a simple concept but we have all these thoughts running through our head. And when you start examining them and you start seeing they're not real, it can really kind of blow up your world a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's also then tackling that and seeing like, wow, all of this stuff that I was believing for so long may not be true. And now what do I do? <laughs> because now I would think sometimes when you then start changing your mindset, moving into the new you, can be really scary too. Feeling that power can be scary. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And one of the big ones, at least for me, when I was growing, and I still go through this. Um, there's two concepts when people are kind of moving to that that new me or that new you. Um, resistance will show up in different forms, mm-hmm. and it could be resistance being I'm going to beat on myself verbally or mentally, or I shoulda, woulda, coulda. Uh, resistance shows up as confusion, resistance, you know, so we work through, it's a natural progression to have those show up. So I see those as good signs of growth. It's just key. You're working with someone to help you move beyond that because resistance, if you don't deal with it, obviously stops you. And it's just, it's a natural instinct to save you and protect you, but it takes, and I know I've had some great coaches over the years and they helped me get over some of those things that were barriers and they were really protection mechanisms, but I had Mm -hmm. outgrown them and I needed to get over them. Right. And it's so hard to let those go. I mean, I know, I know for myself, it was the same thing. It's like so hard to let those go. It's like, no, 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 these protect me and (laughs) I still need them. But then when you do let them go, it's like a whole new world, but wow. I like that you keep saying it takes some time and it's a natural progression because so many times we'll hear people say, well, it's five easy steps or 30 days to freedom, you know, emotional freedom. It's like maybe sometimes, but for the (laughs) most part, you need to give this some time. 
you know, mm-hmm. you get, need mm-hmm. to give this a little bit of, of time depending on how much resistance you have. And I think that's the thing that if we can really help people kind of take away today is that change and big change takes some time and takes some help and takes guidance and takes an action plan, which I love that that's what you do. You pull together all of this in a very thought out, nice methodology that then creates this action plan that you can help people be accountable with, but yet you're holding their hands so they don't have to do this alone and they can start understanding that this is a methodology. This is a progression. This is not something that happens in a day or 30 days. This is something that once you move through this, you're going to make some real change and it's going to be a real shift. Now, Mary, this is great. And we're about to take our second break. And then when we come back, we're going to keep talking about all this. Stay with us, everyone. Our guest today is business owner, entrepreneur, and certified high performance. Oh, if I could talk. Certified high performance coach, Mary Meston. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And we'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, we are back and we are speaking today with our very special guest, Mary Meston. And Mary is a high performance coach and we've learned so much already. Um, please, two things, right? One, get a coach. And two, a good place to start is go to two soar solutions. That's the number two S O A R solutions.com. So you too can fly. So you too can soar. <laughs> so, all right. So Mary, um, I'm learning a lot here. I have a question first that might be a little okay. different. Um, in, in my training, I do corporate training and I, and I train on what's known as agile. And, uh, at the end of every, Sprint, which is some, somewhat like of a deliverable, we have what we call a retrospective and we review what's working, what's not working. So listening to you guys, right? And talking about courage and energy and clarity and influence and productivity. Um, if I am your client, does a period of time go by before you say, well, hold on. So. You know, it's been three weeks. How are we doing? Are we improving in our courage or are we any clearer? Do you ever have that type of review? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do. In my uh, my eight-week program, which is kind of a, I call it my courage kickstart program, about six weeks in, we actually really do a, a formal touch base to see. I mean, we obviously have met often, but we also want to 
you know, candidly discussed, you know, what practical improvements have you seen, what's working, what isn't working, and how can we maximize that? I think that's the value of if you really have a one-on-one relationship with a coach, it can be very much customized to your situation. And I know for me and Eva, I believe as well, we take great pride and commitment with help actually, you know, practically having great results. And then I do that in my year-long program as well. We check in at six months. But we always check in a little bit every time we chat. And obviously, we're there to support people. But it's really, really important. Yeah, and I think that's really good to hear as well because I think for me, that would be very important. And uh, I, too, have a corporate background, and we always measure, and we measure, and we measure, and we measure. And I want to know, well, how much more courage do I have now? You know, it's it's almost a way of life. So I think those type of reviews um, are really cool. You know, well, and I was just thinking when you were talking that sometimes too, change doesn't have happen necessarily like a big thunderbolt. You know, I mean, it's not like all of a sudden you go from being afraid to being courageous. It can be very subtle. And so I like that you have this checkpoint, or as you like to call them, retrospectives, because in your brain everything's agile. Um, (laughs) But because you can show people the progress that they've made, because so many times people don't think they're making progress, or in reality they're making a lot of progress. It's very important, you know, and, you know, Mary, so you evolve from corporate, so you take all of those corporate skills, because mm. we say the same thing, right? All those, you know, uh, thick skin, um, highly observant and analytical, right? And all that. And it's in the metrics. Yeah. And the metrics, yeah. it's a perfect way to go into a new career like coaching. I noticed too, that you have multiple businesses. So, um, I guess it's an ex- example of you, practicing what you preach and in a way it's a way for you to soar as well, right? Absolutely. I was wondering if you guys were going to mention that the multiple businesses, but um, yeah, I, you know, I think uh, once what it, every new business, and this is a, a newer business for me. I mean, I've always, done, I've done coaching for years and years and years in different formations, you know, leadership, executive, managerial. Um, and now I'm obviously doing coaching with entrepreneurs, coaches and high, high achieving professionals. Um, my two other businesses, one is leveraging my 20 plus years in human resources and organizational development. I do work with corporations. Um, and then I also own an actual brick and mortar, uh, school for children and we do character confidence and esteem education through the martial arts. Cool. It's very cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I get it. So in other words, um, Every venture is difficult, but sky's the limit, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just Absolutely. keep going. Right, right. When you have the five I, traits. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah you cool. absolutely learn to manage all of that because um, as each new trend, as you have each new venture, you kind of, you know, using kind of a corporate phrase and one I've seen a lot now in the coaching industry as well, or at least content marketers, optimize. If we optimize processes, which means, you know, quote unquote, the uh, Pareto method, you know, do 20% to get 80% results, you can do multiple things. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it's really cool. You know, um, one of the things that I 
prided myself on was, especially at the end of my corporate career, was I was referred to as a change agent. And what coaching does is really that. You're like a, and it's very difficult to get someone to change, right? And that's where the resistance, you know, um, everyone would agree with me at work until I wanted to change something and then someone would disagree and that resistance, you know, would, I would say, oh no, what did I do? You know, and that's where the courage comes in to keep going. I guess it's very difficult to make someone believe in the change that they want to have happen to them, right? Right. And I, I think like any of this, if you, it's hard to make someone change if they don't want to. So obviously, um, most everyone will reach out and request a coach. So that's at least an opening that we can leverage. And oftentimes I have professionals. It'll be something related to work. And so that'll be my, my quote unquote foot in the door to help them. And it might obviously grow into something larger. Um, but you can't force change on someone. I mean, I think we all have change management and there we have to help them see the benefits and the value. You know, or, or what are they losing for not changing, and what will they gain when they change? Yeah, that might have but been it, my it's short not an overnight. <laughs> well, and I've always kind of struggled with the whole executive coaching field in terms of when I've heard that organizations will ask to have someone be coached, right? Because you want to make sure that you're actually coaching that person yeah. in what they need to be coached so, in, and yeah. not coaching them. They'd be like a corporate. Um, clone. When you're done with Joe, stop by my office. <laughs> yeah, I want to know everything. <laughs> right. you know? So yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. um, I I I lived on both sides of that. You know, I brought in you know other coaches if I didn't have enough bandwidth or and sometimes it was a matter of you know high potential, high performers. You know, companies do offer and want you know give them that additional assistance. Then I think we all know those folks that were coached because they needed these. Coaches because of performance, but I, I prided on myself. I would coach the person or persons as to what they needed to be a whole human being and not just within the corporate container, which may or may not have led to me departing a couple companies. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and especially you, right? You have extra accountability because right. your background in corporate is in human resources. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so yes. you're accountable to keep the H in the HR, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I keep the I keep the H happy. But yeah, right, right. So no, and the other thing, oh, I right. like that happy resources. Happy. <laughs> the other thing that I just got from talking to you is okay. So I I'm in need of some coaching. First off, right. So mm-hmm. what do I do? I go to your website and I contact you and we have a conversation or so, and then I decide if I want to continue. I guess right. It pretty much that's how it happens. I mean, you may um, occasionally pop in on some of my free webinars or see me speak, um, but the, the easiest route is to go online and just um, send me an inquiry or there's actually, I have a questionnaire out there. And right. we actually speak, we speak in person and I will either get you a questionnaire where I, where I can understand you a little bit better so we make the most of that chat and right. see if what you're seeking or needing and who I am if we match. Um, and, and that's not, at solutions.com, right? Correct. Absolutely. So what, and if I'm not I'm, the right person, I'll help you find the person. That's what I'm getting at that, which I love. But also, 
I shouldn't be afraid of going to a coach, the right coach, I guess is very important. If I, I'm not sure if I want to change. And exactly what you said, maybe once we connect and go through the clarity, I can realize that I'm good where I am. I just need to understand it a little better. And I don't want to change. I don't have to always feel that a coach is going to turn me upside down, right? Absolutely. I mean, sometimes, and the value of coaching and I, I, is that we help you realize the answers you already know, but maybe aren't listening to or you're not intuitively accessing because we don't, we can guide you and help you and give you and provide you tools, but the solution is within you. And sometimes having to upset the apple cart isn't the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's really true because that can actually turn someone off. Like maybe, especially if you've been feeling like your whole career, you're being told what to do. You don't want to be told what to do again. This is about kind of mining what it is that you want to do, but it can be tough if you're used to always having someone else telling you what to do and someone else calling the shots and now, now it's your turn. And what I think is cool is that, you know, with your process, Mary, you're really handholding them to be able to come to the clarity to understand what it is that they truly want because so much of that is buried. So many times when people say, well, I don't know what to do. It's because it's buried under a whole layer of fear. And so you have a really good methodology for help for helping them kind of mine, mine that out of themselves. Yeah. And what I like about it and uh, what I like about your program, Mary, and your demeanor as well is it's not intimidating or know it all. Like we've had guests on in the past say, well, they just do what I tell them and I'm accountable. They have to do everything I tell them. And that, that doesn't really work, right? Because you don't even know what to tell them that evolves as you guys. Uh, and like you just said, it comes from within of the client more so, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You it's, teach them how to listen to so. themselves. Huh. You do. And to, and to understand what they're hearing or maybe they're not hearing. Um, and I think all of us, you know, sometimes us as coaches have coaches. I mean, I have at least two at a time um, and others, like if we only knew, but I know some major CEOs, they have three and four different coaches for different aspects. So there, there's no harm in it, and it helps you reflect maybe what you're, what you're not seeing or wanting to see and help you along the way. Um, it's an invaluable, it's a, gr- a great way to get that additional support because you can't do it all alone, even though I know I've tried. <laughs> no, I agree, and uh, Eva has shared that as well. You know, coaches need coaches. Um, what I'm learning here is the difference between a coach and a high performance coach really connects with me as if it's me. You know, you really show concern for the client and then you monitor the progress as you go forward. Well, and I think that's how coaching has evolved over the years. Cause in the beginning, coaching was about here, I'll tell you what to do and then I'll create the plan for you and then you just execute it. Well, yeah, I know it's come a long way and everybody yeah. needs a coach. Uh, before we go to our break, I just want to say, well, in, Mary, with you, I mean, if I'm a corporate person, you have the background. If I'm an independent business owner, you have the background. I mean, if I'm just a person, you have the background. (laughs) So I I think you have it uh, all down. It's a really good mix, and I learned a lot. Um, So 
We still have more to discuss. Please stay with us. Our show will be right back. Uh, Charlie and Eva and our special guest, Mary Leston. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on talkzone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Our guest today is Mary Meston. She is a certified high-performance coach. You can learn more about Mary at her website at twosoarsolutions.com. That's the number two in S-O-A-R solutions.com. So, Mary, I know something that maybe everybody else doesn't know, and I know that you've been writing a book with Jack Hanfield. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, thank you. And you just got me to grin, and now I blush. (laughs) And it's radio. It's radio. Can you see me blushing? (laughs) But Um, we can hear that grin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm quite delighted to say that I was one of the few co-authors selected to participate in an upcoming book with Jack Canfield. Um, It's going to come out August or September. And um, it's called The Road to Success, Leading Entrepreneurs and Professionals Reveal Their Step-by-Step Systems. Cool. For um, for achievement, and I actually am leveraging um, what I is my broader two source solution uh, process in that book. So I got to share that. And it's really condensed because it's limited. So my own book will be coming out later with lots of worksheets. But I'm really really excited um, to be participating, and I find probably more excited to be able to spend two days with Jack in September. Um, so it's just, it's kind of a, a professional, you know, if you think about if someone were coaching me as a high performer, that's one of my bucket list items. So check, check. Well, I uh, just want to say, right, I mean, you know, great for you. I mean, it really is exciting. But for me, just a person in the general world, we need this. So hurry up, right? Let's <laughs> let's make this happen. This is This is something that, you know, you need to bring forward. Yeah, let's give Jack a call today and tell him to, you know, put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> yeah. Let him put his I mean, money where his mouth is, right? Yeah, right. you know, let's hurry up. Yeah. We're, we're high achieving here, so we need to get that out. No, this is really exciting news, Mary. Congratulations, because that's a Thank big you. accomplishment. I mean, Jack Canfield is really well known in the field, and being able to be a part with him and co-authoring with him is is really an amazing accomplishment. So congratulations to you on that. That's really Terrific. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're I'm, looking I'm, forward I'm to really that. I'm really excited. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we've got a few minutes left. So I think it would be good if we kind of talked about what someone could do today. Let's say, I know we one of the things we talked about was journaling, but let's say someone is kind of struggling. What are some tips that you can kind of leave our listeners with that they can start working on today to help them start moving forward? Mm-hmm. 
struggling. I, I can think of all different ways. When you um, when you're struggling, I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking. I'm reflecting on myself where I was, where I felt a sense of kind of overwhelm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a little too tired to really do any, do something that I really really want to do, and a little time to figure out what that was. But I knew in my heart of hearts that, you know, something was off. You know, I'd climbed a mountain. I was successful, but I didn't feel it. Um, I think the first thing, and I know I don't mean to sound trite, but is really to set aside time for yourself each day and grab a pen and pencil and a cup, either a cup of coffee, cup of tea, and just literally write what comes to you. Um, it's a great way to at least give yourself some downtime get out of the flurry, and you'll be surprised how relieving that is to get it on paper. I, I agree. With it. This is important stuff. It's, you know, you should take that time. You're looking at me like you're, <laughs> you're lecturing. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> no, and I, I agree, Mary. I think that taking that time and setting it aside, people don't, don't you find, though, that a lot of your clients fight with you on this one? I fight with me on this one. Yes, yes yeah, I me do. too. Because <laughs> it's it yeah, definitely when you're in overwhelm, you can't take something else on. And so I, we may start small, like, you know, write a paragraph to yourself this morning, you know, toe in the water. And then once you feel success, you know, it obviously it feeds on itself and the cycle gets better. Um, but no, people, when you're in overwhelm, one more thing, be it somebody handing you a million dollars, well, maybe not, but one more thing is going <laughs> to feel like, the, the 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 one that tips the bucket of water over, um, and oftentimes it, the the best way of putting it is the thing that is exacerbating you. You need to do the exact opposite. If you're in overwhelm, you need to get quiet and 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 slow down. Yeah, um, it's often because I do this when I'm skiing. Um, when I snow ski, my favorite used to be to lean backwards. Well, that's not the way to ski effectively. <laughs> it's leaning into the ski <laughs> that that helps you ski better. So we just it's learning. Probably your your if you're stuck, your knee jerk or your your reaction is what's causing that. So we've got to rewire it. And yeah, there's going to be resistance, but we work through that. You know, I really like that because isn't there like a Buddhist saying that says like. If you don't have time to meditate, then instead of a half an hour, you should take an hour then. I mean, <laughs> because basically what you're saying is, is if, if you're in overwhelm, it's even more crucial for you to take that time for yourself and figure this out. Because I know when I, I first started journaling with the artist's way, because Julia Cameron mm-hmm. had to do those three pages of uh, longhand writing in the morning that were just to be thrown out just to get that down. And what I found was, and I, and I know that you're finding this too. And with your clients, Mary, is that what, and you said it earlier was that when you do start writing, things flow easier. When you get all that crap out on the page, you just find that you, your thoughts gel a little bit better. You get clarity on things just even around the day and what you need to get you done for to the day with yourself a little better, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. the thing that people miss is that it's not just about like jotting down what's going on. It does give you a renewed sense of sort of a, a structure to your day then. Yeah. For I some mean, reason it lets go of stuff. For my corporate tough guys, my tip 
would be just go to two sore solutions and contact Mary and let her decide. You know, um, journaling might not sink in to these guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, for guys, we, we can do a little version, and I'm thinking of my spouse right now because I'm encouraging him to journal, and he's like, well, I sit down and nothing comes to mind. I just <laughs> sit there, and I get frustrated. So do I have to? Um, and, and the point is, it, I've been there too. So we, um, we've changed it up for him. What allows him to really kind of calm down and think? And we'll change it into writing in a little bit. Um, but he likes to get out of doors, work in his garden, and then he loves the application paper on his iPad. And he doesn't write, but he draws and, and creates visuals of his ideas. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, doing the visuals of it. I've never even tried that. I think that's a great idea. It kind of is in line with like the coloring books that you're seeing, except that it's menlier. Well, no, and, and what Mary's doing is like uh, adapting, right? She's tweaking. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a little tweak. Yeah, and what that's really good too, Mary, is because what you're doing is is you're taking into account, you know, what problems he's having with that and what he's struggling with and helping him find a way that works really well for him. Like I know sometimes just being on the elliptical helps me get clear. Yeah. You ah, know, working out okay. with some movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's we, true. We do, yeah. So there's a, what I encourage and obviously journaling is, is a practice is uh, some morning practices, just like uh, Julia had the morning pages. There's some morning mm-hmm. practices, ways to start your day. And the first one I insist, you know, we find out what that is and we put this in place. And two things I also do is have you not look at your phone the first thing in the morning because then you're already amping up to somebody else's schedule for your mm-hmm. for your day and not your own. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a big also, one. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, it, it is hard not to look at the phone. I mean, I was like tied to the phone constantly. It would be really hard to get rid of it. Um, now these are all great. Mary, I can't believe we're out of time, but thank you so much. I mean, you've, you shared so much great information with our listeners and we certainly appreciate it. Well, thank you. I really, really enjoyed it. And hopefully this helps one and I will chat with whomever calls me and we'll definitely, you know, coaches are, you know, I'm really proud to say I'm a coach and glad you are as well, Eva, and Charlie, you are in your own way too with all your agile work. <laughs> Um, no, this has been a great, I learned a lot. I have a lot of takeaways. It's been fantastic. We'd love to have you back. So thanks so oh, much. Have, Mary. have a great night. Yep. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. And again, it was Mary Meston. She's a certified high performance coach and you can learn more about Mary at her website at two S O A R solutions.com. That's two source solutions.com. Another great show. Charles. Great show. Mary brings it. She did bring it. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Have a great week. Bye.